Hello, my name's Heather, and this is my posh boyfriend, Max. Hello. And this is our podcast, Posh Things My Boyfriend Says. Jingle. Welcome to episode four. This is uh, the end of the fourth week since we started it. Yay. Lots and lots of fun progress. We... Well, we are two listens away, how about this, from hitting 100 listens to our first podcast. To our first one? To our first oh, one. That's good. So, nearly there. Everyone out there, if you're listening to episode four, get back in, listen to episode one again, <laughs> get over the line. We're not quite as impressive as Captain, um, what's his name? Captain Tom. Captain oh, Tom. Captain Tom. Who is amazing. Oh, um, I love him. Our, our 100 um, landmark or milestone will be a lot more underwhelming than his. You probably will need to sim a frame by that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not with your help, dear listeners. Anyway, <laughs> since episode three, um, there's been uh, a whole wave of correspondence. It's been excellent. A lot of it on the unofficial channels. I was going to say, are we, are we about to pop in the correspondence jingle straight away, Max? Absolutely not. <laughs> correspondence jingle, guys, is reserved only for emails and tweets um, and maybe Instagram DMs, but I don't know what the policy on that. Slide into our DMs. Yeah, exactly. You're the Instagram queen for our channel, Heather. What, what do you think? Is that an official correspondence channel? Maybe, but if you know, we start to get an influx of five or more, then we might have to <laughs> review the rules. <laughs> Um, but I did get a Facebook message from somebody that I was at prep school with. Remember prep schools, everyone, from episode one? They're the posh version of... I don't know what Nursery. No, no, not nursery, because it's 7 to 13. Oh, primary school then. Right, there we go. Bloody hell. Still learning. Not this again. Um, <laughs> so I haven't spoken to this person for about 15 years or something, um, uh, or maybe even a bit longer. But he got in touch, so he listened to the podcast, and he said this... I wanted to raise this with you. The look right of delight on your face right now is amazing. <laughs> he said, I found it funny when your girlfriend says your accent was posh, because her accent is also very nondescript south to me. Outrage. How does that make you feel? Um, I kind of want to shout at him like a really nor- northern phrase, you know, like Peter Kay in his um, top of the tower sketch when he goes, as that out moist. <laughs> right, which I remember you told me that. I think it was really funny, and I just stared at you blankly. Yeah. Should we do what is that? What is what? Say it again. As then out moist, which means <laughs> haven't you got anything moist? Um, because in the south you don't do gravy in in fish and chip shops. Yeah. Or curry sauce, really, or mushy peas. I bet you don't have pea wet, do you? Who? Pea wet. <laughs> this is why I love doing this podcast. Pee-wet. Pee-wet. What are you talking about? It's uh, it's the leftover juice of mushy peas. That's how. So, so can... do you order that like as on instead of mushy peas or because I love some mushy peas. I think we do we do do them ish in the south. Maybe not well. They're always microwaved. It's a bit grim. Mm, grim. And um, but I love I love that with in fish and scraps. Chips. Do you, ever, do you ever just get a bag of scraps? No. Have you ever no. been to a fish and chip shop? Yeah, well, when we were at school, that was like the illicit thing to do. Illicit? Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was the chippy and you weren't allowed to go. Right. But um, if you were really good or there was like massive mitigating circumstances, like some catastrophic reason why you couldn't have gone to school dinner, you would be allowed to go to the chippy and you'd get cheesy chips and that was like the great thing. Did you ever do cheesy chips and gravy? 
No, because they didn't, didn't, didn't do gravy. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. That, sure. that is amazing. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's just, it's like, um, oh God, what do the Canadians have? Well, ask your friend for uh, poutine. Poutine. Yeah. It's just like poutine, basically. Oh my God. That's, that's something I've never had. Um, which is interesting, because whenever I say cheesy chips and gravy, people look at me usually with just abject horror. But then if they're if middle say, class and you equate it to poutine, they're like, oh, oh very nice. <laughs> <laughs> very fancy. Okay, so so hold on. So much to go. So scraps. What are scraps? Scraps are the... Um, how did we get onto this so quickly? But it's good. I love it. Um, scraps are the kind of little, little bits of batter that come off um, the mm. fish when it's cooking. Ooh, and so they're nice. all scooped out of the um, fryer so that they don't burn. <laughs> yeah. And then you can just ask for a bag of the scraps. Oh, my God, that's so great. So it's basically just deep fried batter with nothing else with it. Okay, well, there's a challenge. There's a viral delicious. challenge, everyone. Go into a chippy in the south and ask for a bag of scraps yeah. and see what happens, I guess. Roll the dice. You, they used to give give you them for free, oh, usually. Oh, like a waste project or maybe 30 super cheap skate snack <laughs> super cheap skate oh, i get you oh, yeah. excellent um i actually did take a picture do you remember um i think i went i went back home for a visit uh maybe six months ago or something and went to um uh, my mum and i's favorite uh favorite chippy mm. where i grew up and i took a picture of the menu board and sent it to you again you're looking at me like you just cannot remember anything i literally am not going to send you anything ever again (laughs) because you just don't remember or don't read it we'll we'll take this offline yeah (laughs) and um the prices are just unbelievable 50p for a cup of tea 50 pence it's amazing is that good that still seems like relatively 50 pence for a cup of tea (laughs) how tight are you in a chippy yeah yeah I mean, that's not mind-blowing. That's not like Morley Pool Hall beer mind-blowing. No, but you pay £2.95 for a cup of tea in Pret. Oh, Pret, I do miss it. Yeah, well, it's coming back for deliveries. But when you put it like that, that is disgraceful. £2.95 for a tea. Yeah, exactly. God. Or £2.50. Don't sue me, Pret. It's it's over £2. Yeah. Oh, God, that's bleak. Yeah, maybe we should just stay on lockdown and keep making brews at home. That's a, well. I love that you said bruise. Then I am I'm having some of, sort of. I've always said bruise. That's nice. So have we, you? I think we spoke about this before. We in my household, and I've not forgotten wet peas or whatever it was. We will return. Um, <laughs> uh, we we refer to like normal tea that you make. It's like Yorkshire is probably the best. Twinings has got a pretty good chow. Yeah, a couple of those. Twi- Twinings breakfast tea is very very yeah, good. That's good. Shout I, out to the everyday as well. I quite like a PG tips. Not gonna lie. Anyway, we... Uh, that is very down market. Is it? Yeah, I wouldn't have PG tips. Maybe at a push. <laughs> you look really pained. I did. That, I well, think. you know, the, the triangular bag is very compelling, isn't it? I remember when that mm. came out and I a- absolutely nagged my mum to and get a box of PG tips. remember the campaign where they had, like, monkeys doing... Yeah, monkey. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, they, like... Didn't they actually have monkeys? That was oh, the whole right, thing. Yeah. When we were really Not the Johnny young. Vegas one. No, He's no, from no. St. Helens. Uh, he's from where? St. Helens, that's near me. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, carry so, on. Um, I've kind of lost... Oh, yeah, no, we refer to tea as builder's tea. Is that what you call it as well? No. No. Because we're all builders. <laughs> 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 so it's just tea. Just tea. Or a brew. Fine, okay, right, good. <laughs> just, just us then. Um, but Excellent. that does remind me of the Tony Walsh poem um, that I've played you. Mm, yeah, before. well, do you want to read that bit out? Yeah. 
um for anybody who doesn't know uh tony walsh is a is a poet from manchester i hope he's from manchester and not salford because that's a, a big faux pas right there um and he wrote a poem called this is the place and there's a there's a couple of little lines in it um if you've never seen him perform it it is absolutely incredible and makes me so proud to be Mancunian and should actually make people just proud to be British in general um and and there's a line that goes but the Manchester way is to make it yourself and make us a record a new number one and make us a brew while you're up love go on and I just love it and he says it just so brilliantly when he when he performs I do think we should try and maybe play that on one episode but i remember you playing that yeah. to me for the first time and it was amazing yeah it's and re- yeah it's we really both love that line yeah um because yeah <laughs> that's one of the few little phrases i suppose that we do have in common yeah we can't make a brew yeah which is nice um fine anyway so so, so we got onto this subject wet peas, because because of wet peas because, not because <laughs> of wet peas but if you go back even further because your um mate from prep school oh yeah 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 it says you've got apparently thinks i sound southern <laughs> how does that make you feel outraged absolutely I, i'm would i be, feel raging would that be a bad thing um yeah 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 it would be a bad thing it's not you know objectively a bad thing to no. sound southern you have to yeah. exist you know sure. i understand that yeah, no, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Sorry. but um yeah i think for somebody even that's i know adjusted and softened my accent a little bit over yeah. the years i do still like the fact that you can tell that i'm from the north um and it makes me a bit sad that people think that i'm not darling i'm gonna say when you talk to your friends from home your accent thickens uh, yeah. which is really interesting so I guess maybe it's like contextual and you're talking to me in our flat in London so maybe you know London Heather appears maybe um, I, I don't know how that works but you know that is well <laughs> interesting feedback good to know interesting. but it did tie in with another really interesting bit of unofficial correspondence that's not getting a jingle but this came from one of our Canadian listeners who's now um Oh, in fact, actually, uh, apologies, I think he's American. Oh, dear. That's my mistake. Um, very offensive. Nearly as offensive as calling you Southern, I guess. Indeed. Um, but he had a really, really interesting question, among a couple of other ones. He says, is poshness purely heritable? And what happens, for instance, if you two had a kid? Are they posh or not? And does it depend how you raise them? For example, what school they go to or who their friends are? What do you think? Would you... How would you feel about having a posh son or daughter very conflicted (laughs) i might love them a bit less Uh, no No, um oh it's a really tough one because i accept that if you and i ever had children Mm. that the likelihood is uh we would be down south and um they would be one southern and two probably quite posh because they'd have you as a dad um Tough. so that the, they would be born with a, a silver spoon in the mouth to a certain extent you could slip some gorilla phrases in there a few baths and stuff like a few that baths, yeah some Just flat bowels every now and again <laughs> i'll do that thing where you put um their headphones on your pregnant belly and just play them i don't know peter k sketches over and over yeah, so perfect, exactly. come out with a bolton accent perfect. um no of course i'd of course i'd still love them uh, if they if they were posh um but there would be a little bit of me that would be really sad for them if i felt that they were in any way not proud of my roots mm, and that. if they didn't feel connected to 
where I'm from and my family and that sort of thing. Because it's always yeah. the way, isn't it? Usually you're closer to one side of the family than the other, family. unless you're, yeah. you know, really lucky and both sets of families are like in and about the same place and sure. always together. Sure. But I think that's quite rare. Yeah. Um, it's just a logistical nightmare. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, uh, I would... Uh... Should we just do a long-running series that's you and I decide where to raise our kids? Yes. <laughs> Each week we do North v South. Oh, until... Just flip a coin. <laughs> a few years. Up. I don't know. It's a compelling argument to pay the South to beat the coin. Um, so, what well, that, I think, again, we're slipping into real talk, for hashtag which we've not... Talk. Yeah, hashtag real talk. We've not um, jingled it yet, so I don't no. know if it's a distinct enough segment. But... Um, is there any, like, well, I think in the past you've alluded to maybe a little bit of, well, conflicting feelings about dating somebody who's posh. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, for sure. Kind of, um, uh, a guilt, I'd almost term it as. Really? Yeah, so a sort of working class, I think, so there is definitely such a thing as working class guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, Ricky Gervais speaks so compellingly on this on his desert island discs yeah which listeners will recognize i uh, is my only frame of reference for a lot of stuff um uh yeah ricky gervais speaks very compellingly on this and um the stuff of like his first big tv paycheck was the same amount as what his dad would earn in yeah. a year mm. and you know he wasn't feeling like that was a celebratory moment because, yeah. the, you know, we'd stood around and spoke for like four hours yeah. and got an annual salary. Um, so there's working class guilt in that sense. And then I think there is a, there's definitely a bit of um, sneering sometimes. Um, sneering from whom? In what direction? Not from my close friends and family. Sorry, nice use of whom there. I just want to just flag that. <laughs> Sweet Christ, honestly. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, um, sorry, sneering from whom? <laughs> um, not from my close friends and family. No. Um, but, you know, some kind of colleagues and various things. They'll just take the piss a bit about the fact that I'm going out with a southerner. Yeah. Who is very posh. But mainly they'll, they'll take the mickey out of um, saying that I'm going out with a Tory. Because, you know, the North is Labour and mm. the South is Tory, which sure. is absolutely not the case at the moment. This is a politically neutral podcast. This is a politically no, neutral podcast. Um, but that's what they'll say. Even yeah. if even if that's true or not, mm. doesn't matter. Yeah. Because in, in their minds, you're, you're a conservative and that's a bad, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely... So there's some political kind of sneering. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, just a little bit of kind of uh, what's wrong with a normal working class boy? Why can't I date? Why well, can't I date one of them? There's nothing wrong with them at all. It's no, just, ab- absolutely not. I just, just didn't fall we, in love we, with them. You know, uh, southern boys have our own charms. <laughs> just diminishing by the second. <laughs> if you continue to, uh, yeah, if you continue to celebrate your use of whom. <laughs> yeah, uh, what a high point. Yeah. So, uh, so there's definitely a bit of. Yeah, a little bit of, of guilt, I guess. Mm. Um, not that it remotely bothers me, to be honest. I think it's not them. Um, you know, are yeah. you know, we are who we are as a as a relationship, and I and I love that. So I I don't feel any need to apologise for it. Yeah. Um, but it but it exists. It's a thing. Do you have it the other way around? No. I, well, I think this is a really interesting uh, thing. Is that 
it's it's probably all right for well uh, uh, generally it is yeah all right for people to sort of take the piss bit are oh, you going out with tory ha ha suddenly mm. or whatever but i think if you went into work and then suddenly started taking the piss and like oh you're going out with somebody working class huh that would be awful um it's like i think in episode uh one or something there was that um uh reference to do you ever do your parents ever describe stuff as working class mm. no because that would just be really steering so yeah. i think i think the whole punching up and punching down thing comes into play there yeah which is um yeah which basically means that no it doesn't really go in that direction um or at least not in my That's friends good. and family but yeah. then i guess your secretary you know does call me the wildling the wildling yeah um so exactly. it's not if but that's not a class um, no that's, that's not a, a class thing that's yeah. a north east south yeah exactly geographic yeah. thing yeah so it's a very interesting one and uh, yeah i've got to like to flip the question on its head um i guess it would be weird for me to have like uh, children who are Mancunians because mm. I've got no connection or frame of reference with that so I'd be like, you know what? No. What, what, what um so yeah that would be tricky so uh quick responses then sum up well number one is poshness heritable only I don't know I think the the there's there's there is a concept of social mobility and that it does mm. exist but I think that if you're the first generation mover it's very difficult yeah so yeah yeah so, i think you worry about what other people think your motivation is as well mm-hmm. um you know i definitely worry that somebody from your background might look at me and think oh well she's a social climber or some something like that um that's, which for anybody who knows me i'm quite an introvert so yeah. that's, that's just not a thing at it's all also very, that's such a sort of georgian way of looking at things oh well that is up. again that's my other favorite reference at the moment because i'm reading a jane austen biography so, oh, very yeah. good well, one thousand a year in a commission <laughs> or whatever that's not what enough i demand at. 10 really 10 <laughs> christ ten. Um, Absolutely. Mr. Darcy yeah. had 20,000 a year. Well, that's just outrageous. Um, what was his job? Um, a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a different way of doing things. Right, well, it's time now for official correspondence. And Ooh. that means it's time for a jingle. <laughs> correspondence. Uh, so... Lovely bit of correspondence coming in, and this one gets a name as well because it was sent through the official channels. Heather, what have we got? This is from our devoted listener, Anamika. Thank you, Anamika, for Thanks, officially Annie. emailing in. Um, Annie says, myth-busting question. From the boarding school homoerotic chat in episode two, is towel whipping really a thing? <laughs> First of all, I love myth busting as a concept. Maybe Absolutely. that should be its own segment. Um, also, definitely a thing. <laughs> I yeah, that. you can testify because um, I sort of, I guess maybe I've got built in muscle memory from it, but just sort of jokingly while we were washing up, I thought I'd, you know, whip you with a tea towel and ended up leaving a mark. Proper mark on my bum. I didn't even try. It was just supposed to be like a little gentle... It, it, pro- sh- it made that snap noise cracked. as well. Yeah, well, it's because you've got to... It's like having of... Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so so the thing is, the, there's a couple of techniques for it that I think when you've tried to retaliate, that still don't, don't go... You need a little bit of a roll-up 
you know, hopefully wet one end, roll it up a little bit. Wet one end? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you wet the end with which you're going to whip and then to roll it up a bit. And then you don't just throw it forward. You, it's all about throwing it forward and then whipping your hand back quickly. And then that creates Oh, like, I see. See, I try to do a sort of wrist flick action yeah you which just you're all push crap you need you need the whip back oh i and see then you get then you get the crack on it so yeah <laughs> i don't think the question was how do i whip people better but that was an answer for you yeah um i think it's an inevitable thing of um showers uh <laughs> like no 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 <laughs> well you know you're in a boarding house yeah and there's only certain and you all of... have baths together no, 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 no. well that's this. only a select group of people <laughs> at select times no but there's you know um showers and so there's inevitable periods during which there are people only in towels that are waiting around and so it was the the towel whipping wars was kind of a thing but then also i remember this wasn't such big feature but just like um i think we I think pretty basic. I think we just called it handing people. But um, <laughs> if you slap somebody's back while while they while they're just in the towel, you can leave like a big red hand mark on them. That also happened. So yeah. So yes, it's a thing. No, it's not necessarily homoerotic. But I can't speak for everyone. I mean, handing people come off it. <laughs> no comment. Um, so yeah, no, can't, can't, uh, come on in the homoerotic, um, aspect or not. But the towel whipping. But, but the, the towel whipping was definitely a thing. Read into that what you will. Um, yeah, all part of of fun and games. So Annie, sneaky one that she is, also snuck in a second question. Follow up, very good. Follow up. Um, which I do think we should address. Um, Mm. and she says, on the wham bar aforementioned thing that I lost my tooth to that's basically just sugar and yeah, is delicious. Excellent. Um do you did you not have a tuck shop in boarding school? Did yeah you? there yeah there was a tuck shop. Yeah. But what did it sell then? I don't know. Uh just like sweets that didn't include wham bars. Um I guess maybe we'd have to dig out so basically the <laughs> I don't know how other people's tuck shops work. Ours ours was pretty advanced. It was literally like a franchise system where <laughs> um, <laughs> where people would um, like students would pay a certain amount of money to have the rights to run Tuck Shop for a year. They would like run it like a sort of McDonald's franchise. That's very outlet. clever, actually. Yeah, and then they would be in charge of. Um, they'd get access then to the local cash and carry, and then they could go and load up on all the sweets and the chocolates and whatever, and then sell it out the Tuck Shops. So it was run by the students who, as I say, would pay a certain amount to have the privilege to do so. That, I think I'm remembering that clever. right. Please write in if I've forgotten that, people who are at school with me. But um, yeah, looking back at it now, number one, I don't know why I didn't have a go at running it. Number two, yeah, a great way to like practically learn basic business stuff, Yeah, which is wicked. I, um, this does... Um, I, I know somebody, naming no names, um, who also was similarly entrepreneurial mm-hmm. with the uh, tuck shop at school, uh, but happened to sell under-the-counter pre-rolled cigarettes and disco cigarettes <laughs> disco cigarettes <laughs> yeah weed gosh they used to deal weed out of the tuck shop <laughs> Made an absolute yeah, i'm not fortune. aware that but that you know equally entrepreneurial just not oh, very much so. quite in the same like legitimate that, like spirit like that kid recently that was done for selling pumps of antibacterial <laughs> gel didn't he make a fiver or something I mean, well I think something like that they were 50p like 50p a pump, 50p a pump. yeah exactly <laughs> genius um, I think his dad was called into the school and then called him a fucking legend. Or something like that. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, yeah, so the talk shop was a thing. I just don't think that wham bars were a thing. Like, like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm aware of what sweets are, you know, like, 
chocolate and, and such. You don't know what pop is, though, do you? <laughs> it's so funny when you call stuff pop. Well, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. If you have Coke, Coke is pop, Fanta's sure. pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want some fizzy pop? Some fizzy pop. Girl, we're, we're very food and drink heavy on this podcast. We are. I, I, do think I think that's, that's something a... that's coming out, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the key sort of um, Absolutely. differences. Well, it was really funny. So you told me a story the other day sort of a third hand a second hand story where you said oh yeah so one of my friends was having uh lunch or dinner with who you think is quite a posh friend of theirs um and what was it i can't remember what they had for mains but then for afterwards this apparently posh person went "Ooh, i could really go for some pate right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. i i sort of went like yeah that sounds they said nice. after after a um a simple lunch of soup and bread mm. he turned around and said oh i could really do with some pate which i thought was just so funny yeah. as did his girlfriend but yeah. i told you that that that's what he'd requested and you were just like yeah legitimate yeah. legitimate <laughs> that request sounds quite nice yeah. yeah this uh this same this same chap also um on our first day of uni we went to sainsbury's together and his lunch was a packet of moule marinière um <laughs> a baguette and some taramasalata <laughs> i mean the, but <laughs> a pretty good first, shopping basket first student absolute lunch. essentials yeah <laughs> oh god so that's all we've got for episode episode four another another food it. based yeah, yeah really we're trying so hard to drive it to it other just subjects. keeps on coming back to food i yeah. think we need to do the thing you know when you you're not you're on a diet and you're not supposed to go shopping hungry because all you'll buy is just sugar and all sorts of stuff i think we should stop recording the podcast when we're hungry yeah that's a good idea it's and maybe i should also not have had a glass of wine beforehand which no. seems to be a common theme at the moment that's an essential part of the process <laughs> saturday saturday night glass of wine or sunday night glass of mm-hmm. wine even here um so thank you very much for listening i think we've had over 200 listeners to the podcast in total so far across all of our episodes which mm. is very exciting it's very exciting um so thank you very much um we do encourage you to write in to us and as um max has implemented this new rule uh, use the official channels <laughs> use the official channels of emailing us rather than uh, follow us on twitter what's happening us and um, so you can email us at posh things my boyfriend says at gmail.com at gmail.com uh or you can follow us and then once you started following us tweet us at at posh things my yeah and max sent his um first tweet this week last week mm. so we've we've appointed him social media manager which is very happy Things about are up. <laughs> get that on the story <laughs> as you once said <laughs> and now no that doesn't apply to twitter it does uh-huh. not apply to twitter um so yeah you can also uh, instagram slide into our D- dms at posh things my um max is very keen on us getting some pictures up there so we'll, we'll probably do more of that very shortly yeah and so uh, we'll see you next week. And Max and I are off for a brew. Come on, love. <laughs> she leans into the computer screen. <laughs> she giggles and laughs, throwing her eyes askance away from the screen, but returns. She swears violently at the screen in a fit of rage. Why do you even have Internet Explorer? Who even uses that anymore?